All right, hey everybody, welcome back to the Parkinson's Association of San Diego Microcast Series. Still at the World Parkinson's Congress in Barcelona with Ben Stetcher. Hey, Ben. Hey, how you doing, Jeff? Good to see you again. I know, I've known you forever. You know, I knew you when you, early on in your Parkinson's career, but you have the most interesting story. So right now you're at Rune Labs. So give us like 30 seconds on what you do now, then we'll go backward. Sure, so right now I chair the patient advisory board at Rune Labs. And Rune Labs, we have a continuous monitor for people with tremor and dyskinesia that's been FDA validated as well. Uh, it was validated about one year ago, and now we collect a bunch of data on about 3,000 patients all over the world that are trying to live better with Parkinson's and trying to have better tools to communicate with their clinical teams. So when I met you, you were new to, newer to Parkinson's, and, and you have this crazy story. So you were in Asia. Yeah, so I started in China. I was diagnosed 10 years ago. Um, I came back home for a, for a trip from, uh, from China to visit my aunt, who's a, who's a doctor herself. She told me that, oh, I think you have Parkinson's, but I'm not sure. And you were really young. I was 29, yes. That's crazy. It is what it is, but I'm in good company because Michael J. Fox was also 29 at the time, yes. <laughs> um, but uh, so I got diagnosed on a trip back home. It's not news that anybody wants to hear, but my symptoms were very mild at the time, and I was kind of defiant as well. So I came back from China, or I came back to China, trying to live my life as, no, as if nothing had happened. But a, a year, year or two went by, and I realized kind of how much trouble I was in. And so I decided to try to come home and do something about this disease. I then started to contact everybody I could get my hands on. One of the first people actually was Sherry. Um, and she Sherry Gould, she, nurse practitioner in San Diego. Yes, yes. And that was actually, the, she took me on my first lab tour as well. She actually got me my start through Andres Bradleil and through the whole team there. So I've been very grateful to you and to her ever since for bringing me into your homes and um, yeah, giving me that first crash course in this disease. And then you turned into this massive researcher on Parkinson's, right? Yes, yes, yes. That was just the first stop on kind of a global tour I've been on ever since. Um, I remember it started actually, it, it kicked off again in Portland that year at WPC. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been trying ever since to just see what I can do to push things forward for patients like myself and make sure that researchers are held accountable to us as well. It wasn't like you went to visit a few doctors around the country. You were visiting huge research centers, you know, well-known doctors, you know, in all sorts of fields, right? Yeah, correct. I mean, everyone and anyone that I get my hands on, like I said before. Um, and really, but really it's like the, the students I connect with most because many of them, they think that Parkinson's is what they see in a dish or in their mice in their laboratories. But they really need that human connection if they're ever going to really understand the difficulties that patients like myself face. And then you kind of made a career out of Parkinson's. And that's another really interesting part of your story. And not to, not to make light of it in any way, but you, it was incredible what you actually did for yourself as you were doing all this research. Yeah, so now I'm actually getting paid to do this as well, which is nice. Um, nice that I don't have to pay the bills myself anymore. But I'm also just reminded of how many people are like me that would like to get involved but can't for a variety of reasons. So if anybody out there would like to think, would like to hear more about how maybe they can get involved, feel free to reach out to me. You can look at my website at tomorrowedition.com or you can just reach out to me personally at benjaminsetcher at gmail.com. 
Yeah, we'll put all that in the show notes. But the thing that just intrigues me about your story when I first met you years ago and now that you're still doing it is that your drive to learn as much as you could about Parkinson's is so motivating just to so many people that anybody can do this. You just happen to get indoors by being tenacious, and it's cool that you took it that far. Yeah, I have a kind of stubborn chutzpah about me that, um, yeah, it's hard for me to hear the answer no. Um, But researchers I found, they're actually more willing than some people might think to actually engage with you as well, as long as you kind of try to meet them halfway. Because you do have to speak their language when you go and meet them. But if you can just kind of like get over that initial barrier of having to learn some of the vocabulary and then how to put those vocabulary words into context, then you'll find that they're actually pretty amazed and that they're open to sharing everything that they're working on with you. One of the cool things about the World Parkinson's Congress is it brings together the three disparate groups, the researchers, the medical community, and the patients. But you personally have just done such a great job bridging that yourself, bringing all those groups together. I just, hats off to you, man. Thank you, thank you, yeah. It's been a long road, but I'm happy to still be here riding this wave. No, it's cool. So you can you can reach Ben through his website. We'll put that in the show notes, his email, and, um, and certainly just carry on man you're just doing great thank you thank you yeah thank you to you as well and to sherry for all that you guys have done and for being the spark for me that initiated this whole journey good you're having a good impact on a ton of people so all right thanks everybody for listening and we'll be back with you on the next episode 